This is episode number 338 with Jasmine Starr on Finding Your Purpose. The Melissa Ambrosini Show. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and Open Wide. And I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. Each week, I'll be getting up close and personal with thought leaders from around the globe, as well as your weekly dose of motivation so that you can create epic change in your own life and become the best version of yourself possible. Are you ready, beautiful? Do you want to become a certified integrative health practitioner? Well, my health guru and one of my all-time favorite humans, Dr. Stephen Cabral, who's a naturopathic, functional medicine and Ayurvedic doctor, created a life-changing health coaching training. This is perfect for anyone who wants to take their health to the next level, add another tool to their current toolkit, or create an entirely new career for yourself as an integrative health practitioner. This is the first of a kind that fuses ancient Ayurvedic wisdom and prioritizes whole body holistic healing. It very carefully takes into consideration that everyone is extremely different with different body types, So there's no one-size-fits-all approach here, which I love and totally agree with. His approach is about understanding that the body seeks equilibrium. So his program is all about bringing your body back into balance as quickly as possible. So this program is so in-depth and insightful. It's for anyone who wants to take their health or their family's health to the next level. Trust me, and I have seen this firsthand when Nick went from struggling after spending hundreds of thousands of dollars over many years and just not being able to get the answers or support he needed to now being in the best shape of his life with unstoppable energy and a sense of balance and calm that is truly inspiring. It's also for anyone who is already in the health and wellness field and wants to up-level their knowledge and skills or for anyone who wants an entirely new career as a certified integrative health practitioner. This program is all online, which is awesome. So you can go at your own pace. And it has got me so excited. So excited, in fact, that I'm offering an epic bonus to anyone who signs up using my special link. So head to melissarambrosini.com forward slash Cabral. That's C-A-B-R-A-L to check out all the details and to take control of your health and your future today. Hey, beautiful. Welcome back to the show. Today's Power Chat is with business strategist, photographer, and all-round epic human, Jasmine Starr. Yep, that is her real name. And today we dive deep into how to find your purpose. So if you are struggling to find your purpose and what you're meant to do in this world, we talk about how to overcome fear what to do if your inner mingo is so loud and told you that everything has been done before, plus so much more. So let's dive straight in. Beautiful Jasmine, I'm so excited to have you here with me today. Tell us a little bit about what is really lighting you up. You help so many people unlock their full potential. You help them create the business and life of their dreams. So what's really lighting you up at the moment? 
you put it perfectly into words. If I had the opportunity to talk to somebody about changing their life by way of their mindset, by way of their business, by way of their belief, I am a hundred percent lit up by that conversation. Just today, I had somebody send me an Instagram DM and she talked about some big pivotal point in her life and business. And I got a little teary-eyed. And I think that anything that makes you feel the deepest emotions to your core, you know, then you're standing in your purpose. And I turned to my husband and my business partner and I said, this is what it feels like to be live your life on fire. And this is what it feels like to live your life on purpose and with purpose. So those conversations, wherever they go in whatever iteration, when I know that I'm serving people, but not serving people to like feel good or to inspire people, when I know that I'm serving them with a clear plan of action so that they can go and implement the thing that they need to do, then I know, ah, this is the conversation that I need to be having. Yes. And you spoke about mindset. So let's talk about mindset because that's such a huge piece of the puzzle. And you talk a lot about it. I talk a lot about it because I believe that it is the key to creating the life of your dreams and the business of your dreams. So what are some of the common blocks that people come to you with when they want to live their dream life? I work specifically and I focus specifically with business owners, entrepreneurs. And so the three main pressure points that I see again and again is what will people think? And you don't, people don't come to me, Melissa, and like, well, what are they going to say? It's more of just like, well, my mom said this, or my partner has said, oh, it's another business I'm going to start. Or my friends think that I should spend more time with my children. So they don't ever vocalize it and say, what will they think? But everything maps to the undercurrent of belief of what are they going to say and what are they going to think? And then number two is somebody's already done it before. And I agree. Like, I'm not going to say, no, no, you're a special snowflake. The idea and your business, it must be the only type out there. I actually say the opposite. I, I definitely say, and what? So the fact that somebody else has a business and could be wildly more successful and wildly more popular and wildly more profitable, it doesn't mean that there's not space in the market for you to do what you want to do. So what will people say? Somebody is already doing it. And a deep, deep seated issue is, am I enough? No, nobody comes out and says, Jasmine, am I enough? But what they will say is I've tried it before and I failed. Or the things that I have done have never worked out the way that I wanted to. Or you see, Jasmine, there's all these things in my life. I didn't have a dad. I grew up poor. My mother didn't love me. I was adopted. I was left over. I had my heart broken. I had a really rough childhood. Everybody has a reason why they will hang on to it and say, this is the thing that's keeping me behind. And I am here to tell people again and again is there are other people who in the same situation have surpassed it. Now, the difference isn't because one person is greater or smarter or wiser or richer. It's simply that they made the decision to rise in spite of the pain and the fear and the doubt that lives in their soul. It's making the decision that becomes the game changer. Absolutely. I talk about that voice inside our head as the inner mean girl, the one that says, everyone's done it before. Who do you think you are? And the thing is, is we all have that voice. Every single one of us has that voice. But the difference between person A and person B is person A moves forward in spite of that voice. And person B listens to that voice and goes, oh, maybe it's right. Maybe there's merit in what they're saying. There is no merit in what your inner critic is saying. There's none. And so I love that you really help people move through that to create the business and life of their dreams. What are your tools and strategies? Because sometimes these 
inner critic thoughts, these inner mean girl thoughts that we're talking about have been playing on repeat for maybe 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So how do you help them reprogram their mindset so that they can still step into their power? I've got a four-step cast process, which I did my TED Talk on, and I can link to that in the show notes for anyone who hasn't listened to that yet or watched that yet. But I'd love to know, how do you help people move through those fear-based beliefs so that they can step into their brilliance? Well, Melissa, I'm afraid that I'm going to let listeners down because if you gave a TED talk about it, like chances are people are going to know, know, like, and trust that with a lot more fortitude and wherewithal. I am the daughter of an immigrant and I am a girl from the hood. And I don't know if Australian listeners know what the hood is, but here in California and in East Los Angeles, these are the rough and tumble streets where immigrants also reside, where there is not a lot of education, where there's not a lot of resources, where kids go to school behind security fences. And there is a lot of darkness. And the only thing that I had ever learned, I had never even heard of the word mindset. Like I had never even, I had never heard of that word until I was in my 30s. So when people say, well, how did you program your mindset? I'm like, listen, The only thing that I knew that was true, that was true, that was true, is that when I did something, anything, when I took an action, a messy action, scrappy action, scary action, dirty action, wrong action, fearful action, doubtful action, it's when I actually did something, I could then step back and assess, should I do more of this or should I do less of this? And the biggest hurdle that I see so many business owners, they can't go over, they can't go under, they can't go to the side of it. I often say that your doubt and the thing that's stopping you is something that you must go through. And the only way you get through is by taking an action. So when people are listening to the mean girl, you could sit in solace and in fear listening to that voice, or you can say, you will keep talking and I will keep moving because when I move, I see results. The results might not always be the thing that I want, but any result is better than no result at all. Yes. I talk about inspired action, like taking inspired action in spite of the inner critic. So I love that. You've just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And so many people say to me, oh, you mustn't have any fear. No, there definitely is times where my inner mean girl pops up, but I keep taking action forward in spite of it. I just keep moving forward because I know my why. My why is so much bigger than what she is saying up here, you know, and that is what drives me forward. So having a bigger purpose for why you are doing the things that you're doing, why you're running your business, that really helps you stay on your path and stay you moving toward your dreams and your goals. So Melissa, what is your why? Because I believe that I am here on this planet to help people unlock their full potential and live their best life. Like I believe that is why I'm here. This is my second career, you can call it that. So I used to be a professional dancer and I did acting and TV presenting and I hit rock bottom in 2010. And my whole life changed and it got me onto this path that I now do. So I feel like that first half of my career was dress rehearsal for what I'm really meant to be doing in this world. And I had all of that TV presenting and the acting experience and the performing experience to now speak on stages in front of thousands of people and run a podcast 
I feel like everything led me to do what it is that I'm actually meant to do in this world. And I am so lit up by everything I do and create, the books, the podcasts, the live events, the programs. And I believe that's why I'm here. I love it. That is so beautiful. I love it. And you clearly, it is your purpose because you speak so passionately about it. What's yours? Tell me yours. What's your why? I believe I've been put on this earth to empower people to believe that the impossible is possible. And whenever somebody, because I believe that 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 was a gift that was shown early to me in my life. I think that when you see your parents immigrate, my father immigrated from Mexico to the United States and he made so many sacrifices to show us that anything you want is possible. And like the American dream was impossible for so many. And he showed us that it was actually possible by taking clear and, and fortuitous action. And now, you know, it's like I was in law school on a full scholarship and my brand new husband, we had just gotten married and he was like, what do you want to do? And what do you want to be? And I'm like, I want to be a photographer. And I didn't own a camera. And he's just like, okay. And the fact that he like unabashedly believed in that and somebody, just one person believed in the fact that I could do something that was so crazy and so impossible and then become internationally recognized doing what I do. I now want to be that person for other people. Like whatever it is you want to do, like nobody believes in you. I have really wide shoulders and a very broad back. Sit right here. I got you. We're, we're going to go where you want to go. I believe in people. I really, really do. Mm, I love that. You're like the cheerleader for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I get this question a lot and I'm sure you do as well. People come to me and they say, but I don't know what it is that I want to do. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't even know where to start. So what would you say to that person? Um, number one, give yourself grace. You know, it sounds, it must sound so easy. Like I hear, you know, Melissa talk about her purpose and it's so inspiring and I can speak confidently about our purpose, but I don't, I can't speak on behalf of you. I can definitely speak on behalf of me. I didn't know my purpose until I started exploring with what I wanted to do. You know, I wish I could say I started my business and then I knew that it was my purpose. No, it, it, it took years. It took over a decade for me to confidently step into that. So if people are listening right now and they're just like, I really want to make my passion profitable, or I really just want to do something that lights me up. I always recommend to not put any pressure on monetizing the thing that lights you up because that'll squash it early on. It's totally okay to have a job and have your passion be your side hustle because then it frees you up to make decisions that are in the best for the business and not necessarily the best for your bank account. And that frees you up from a lot of pressure. For people who are looking for things, I'm a big fan of exploration explore things without feeling like this is going to be my new career, that the decision I make right now has to be the long-term decision. Like absolutely not. The world and the economy has changed in such a quick way that whatever you're learning now, I have no doubt, even if it's watercolor painting, that this could then be a lily pad to other things that you need to explore and open your mind to. So exploration without being shackled to monetization. And then all of a sudden, when you create content around your passion, people speak into the content. They will ask you more of how you're doing it. They want to buy. They want to say, how do I? And then all of a sudden, the pathway to monetization opens up for you instead of you trying to bang it on open. So explore, create, put out content, and then listen to the people who are there to absorb it. I love it. I've got a couple of other things I want to add to that as well. Another great thing you can do to kind of find out what it is that you're passionate about and, and your purpose is go back to your childhood. Like look at what you loved to do as a child. What really lit you up? Like what did you do effortlessly? So that's one thing. Another thing is 
look at what you do now and maybe look at the areas where you lose time. You know, when you're doing something and just time just goes and you're like, I have no idea how three hours have passed and I've just been in the zone. That's kind of like a good indication of something that really lights you up. And then the third thing is ask yourself, what would I do for free? And I'm not saying you have to do your purpose for free, but that's also another really good indication that you are on the right path because, you know, I would, I would do this podcast for free. You know, it's such a part of my mission and my vision. So there are three questions that you can ask yourself to really help you uncover what it is that really lights you up and what you want to do and share with the world. I love it. So true. You're tying it up with this beautiful, big red bow. Yes, I love it. Any other tips or advice for anyone who is really struggling to find their purpose, to step into their power, to unlock their full potential so that they can be the best version of themselves? I believe that humans are programmed with a desire to help in some capacity. You don't wake up every morning and be like, I want to spend every minute of my day helping people. There are some people that are like that and I love it. But I think that there is this like thread or an undercurrent of our desire to help other people. Now, how you find your purpose is very similar to what you had just said. Finding the things that light you up, things that come effortlessly, things that you would do if you didn't get paid, things that lit you up as a child. And then what happens is like the caveat when we kind of shifted into finding your purpose and then using social media, which is the largest broadcasting vehicle in human history is that we can now expedite hearing the feedback loop. Whereas before our grandparents, our great grandparents would have to wait weeks or months to figure out how people were consuming their confirmation, like their information and then confirming it. Now you could put it out and within minutes, you are going to see how people are responding. So when we contextualize this, 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 conversation of finding your purpose and building your business and stepping out into fear, like the then, like the action taking, because if you're just at that point, it's all been cerebral. You haven't taken any action and action is the antidote to fear. So if you take action, you move past fear. So then what does that look like for somebody who doesn't have money, resources, education, connection, or feels like I shouldn't be doing this. Social media is the wild west. Put content out. Now, this is where a lot of times I shift from like speaking about ethereal concepts and cerebral concepts into actual practicality is like putting out content is the fastest way to figure out what you should be doing because the content that you put out and how people respond to the content is so powerful. It is the linchpin. It is the key to turning your passion into profitability. But this is where people get stuck. Is that, well, content takes a long time. Well, if I put out content and people don't respond, I want to give up. I'm not getting the resp- the results that I want. And so all of a sudden this, I can go out and do, and I'm excited to do, but if people don't respond the way that we want them to do, well, I don't want to do it anymore. No, this is where the amateurs are separated from the professionals. The amateurs quit when it doesn't go in their favor immediately. And the professionals stay as an amateur again and again and again until they have the luxury to look back around and say, after years of putting out mediocre content. I finally took enough punches in the gut to realize, oh, this is the thing that my audience wants to see. And that is the same time that you begin to hone in and chip away at what your purpose truly is. Yes, sister, sing it. Oh my gosh. You just reminded me when I first started my website, it was January, 2011. So that's how long I've been doing this now. I blogged five days a week. I put out a blog post five days a week. 
That's how I grew my blog very, very quickly. And at that time, not many people had blogs. Like this was, you know, a long time ago now. So I kept on showing up. And I love what you said, The Amateur Versus The Pro. One of the best books I ever read about that was Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield. Have you read that book? Okay. Stephen Pressfield, Do the Work. Very similar. Yes. You, you, like We're so in alignment. Stephen Pressfield is my spirit animal. I am obsessed with him. I'm obsessed. I know. I really want to get him on my podcast. But for anyone listening, read his book, Turning Pro and The War of Art. They're small books. I'll link to them in the show notes. They are very much about what Jasmine was saying about having pro habits, getting out of that amateur mindset and stepping more into that pro mindset. They're such great books and love them, love them. And I've read them a few times actually, which is really powerful. So I have loved this conversation. I feel like you and I are very much on the same wavelength and I love all the work that you're doing. Tell us where we can find more about you, your work and your Instagram handles, everything. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. I make it easy on all social platforms at Jasmine Star and at jasminestar.com. Is your real last name Star? Like, is that your real last name? You know, it's so crazy. People don't believe it. Um, I am Latina. So my full name is Jasmine Star Juarez de la Torre. So Jasmine Star is my first and middle name. And people are like, that's not her name. And I was like, listen, my mother, I have a twin sister. My, ne- my mother named me Jasmine Star and she named my twin sister Bianca Flower. Like, those are our bio. And then she named my other sister Alexandria Lavender. My mother is a, I'm telling you, I'm telling you my mother is a trip, but that is legitimately the name on my birth certificate. So yes, it is my name. I love it. It's so beautiful. You are a star. You are a shining light. You are helping and supporting so many people. Thank you so much for being here, my darling soul sister. I love and adore you and thank you for your wisdom. Thank you. I appreciate you. Don't forget that you are worthy of living your dream life and doing something that lights you up every single day. That is your birthright. You are worthy of it and you can do it and you can create it. I really hope that you got a lot out of today's power chat. If you did, come and tell me on Instagram at Melissa Ambrosini and share with me your top three key takeaways from this episode. I would absolutely love to hear what you got from it. You can tag both Jasmine and I and share your three takeaways with us and we will repost them and share them when we see them. So please come and do that. And for everything that Jasmine and I mentioned in today's episode, you can check out in the show notes. And that's over at melissarambrosini.com forward slash 338. And if there's someone in your life that you can think of that would really benefit from this episode, please be an angel and share it with them right now. You can take a screenshot, share it on your social media. You can email it to them. You can text it to them. Do whatever you've got to do to get this in their ears. And until next time, my darling, don't forget that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word.